Hey guys, welcome back. It's another week uh, with your boy, Singular. It's it's me, it's Ming. Uh, this is a different setup, uh, as you guys can see, for a very, very different week. We have, it's it's Table Talk, almost, almost episode 100. And before we hit 100, I wanted to do something special. Uh, I hope you guys have been okay. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talk. Uh, if you're listening in, this will be a great time to just follow us, share, subscribe. I'm having a really hard time. If you guys are watching the video right now, it's because my college mates are staring at me. I'll bring it <laughs> to them really soon. Oh my Lord, this is the first time I'm doing something with them. Um, This has been something quite requested for from the people who are in our servers and it is something that I knew that I couldn't do by myself because I've always wanted to do something proper like this and finally after a whole what I, I remember I told you guys about something like this last MCO right yeah like the first about. MCO been yeah. quite a while yes it's been quite a while. There we go, guys. Those are the new voices for today. Hey, you guys <laughs> on the other side of uh, the internet. Who are you? What you do? Take it away. Hello, guys. So my name is Jeremy. <laughs> I am a clinical psychologist by training. Um, yeah, so I primarily work with um, clients who come in with all sorts of mental health issues, um, depression, anxiety, and the most severe ones as well. Um, it's been a very interesting time, I think, um, doing what I do. And my mm-hmm. amazing partner. <laughs> um, my mm-hmm. name is Melissa. We actually went to university with Ming Han. Oh boy. And I'm currently a speech pathologist. Um, yeah, and I specialize currently in pediatric speech and language. So if oh. you want stories about Ming Han in university, oh, do we have some good stuff for you? I mean, also just saying uh, most of my stories are all online. You can go and find them. My life is on YouTube. But... These are the guys, uh, I usually joke about it, but I'm not joking about it. They're the reasons why I pass uh, my degree. Also, this is a new setup, so if the audio is speaking, I'm so sorry. I feel like it is. I am using very different programs. Good Lord in heaven. I'm sorry, Ryan, but you got to deal with this. Okay, so Mel and Jeremy, you guys have my respect because you guys actually finished the degree. I mean, I, I finished the degree too. Well, what so am I talking about? You, you guys... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, is you that guys, something you need to tell us, Ming? Um, no, I'm good. Um, but you guys went on to continue your studies in psychology, right? And what you guys major in? Is it still called major? Is it what you guys master in? You literally are master's graduates, right? At this point, <laughs> yes. This, yeah. yeah. So I mean, my master's is in clinical psychology. Um, primarily working, yeah, like I mentioned, working with people who have uh, mental health disorders. Mm. Um, and usually it's more severe in nature, which is why it takes a little bit more time to get the training necessary to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of assessments. Um, so intelligence tests, um, we do um, some other stuff, uh, mm. personality tests and a bunch of other things as well to help people kind of determine different aspects or different things about themselves or for assessments, reports, um, sometimes for the court, sometimes for medical stuff. Yep. Right. How about you, Mel? Um, I guess I took a slightly different path. So before doing speech pathology, I did um, play therapy, which is mm. communication, uh, not communication, but more behavioral mm-hmm. therapy um, for children. And then right. now I'm doing speech pathology, which is um, helping children in communication. I mean, there's adults as well, but currently I'm working in pediatrics. So, yeah. 
No yeah. wonder both you became my good friends. I need special help and I can, I'm a kid that never grew up. So it kind of makes sense right now. <laughs> if you guys want proof of their work, I passed my degree. So uh, thanks, guys. Um, it was a how, team effort. It was a team effort. <laughs> how has the pandemic kind of like affected your jobs? Have you seen an increase of patients or like a decrease of patients? <laughs> Um, I think for me, actually, we definitely have seen an increase um, for two reasons. The first one is, you know, isolation and all that hasn't been good for a lot of people. And um, that right. results in a lot more um, mental health issues cropping up, um, things that used to be coping mechanisms in the past. So maybe getting out, exercising, seeing friends, um, mm. you know, lockdown kind of made all that really tough. And so we have had a lot more people coming through. And the second thing is that um, with the pandemic, I think a lot of um, therapists and clinical psychologists and so on were forced to shift to telehealth. And so that actually made um, therapy a lot more accessible and a lot more private because uh, previously like you had to go to a place. Now you just have to kind right. of log on and hey, there you are. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, Mel, do you have something to add? What about your patients? Wait, do you just, <laughs> when, when did you graduate? You just graduated or so, right? Um, yeah, I graduated in December. Mm. Um, from masters and yeah so I think for me because I primarily work with children whereas mm -hmm. Jeremy works more with adults mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. for me I find that parents are spending a lot more time with their children Amen. and they are having to teach their children Ooh. Amen. so they are finding out <laughs> they are finding out how that, unqualified oh, they are oh sorry <laughs> uh, more like they are getting to find out how what issues they want to give their children to somebody else <laughs> Here, take it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not supposed to say this. I'm a loving and responsible father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're finding out um, the the issues that their children are having, and so they are sending mm. them, uh, seeing the need to send them for therapy. Right. So, quick rapid fire question: There is a new thing, right? A ten thousand dollar ringgit fine if you breach the SOP. What do you think? Good, not good, stupid, or just... Nah. I mean, <laughs> from everything we've seen, it doesn't seem to really be stopping people. Um, right. I mean, at the end of it, stay home, save people, you know, hang in there. Hopefully, we'll get through all this soon. Do you actually, so, think, do you actually think our government knows what they're doing with the SOPs? If you, I mean, guys, just... We've, yeah, just watch the YouTube video, guys, and look at their faces. They're looking at me like how I asked them about tax <laughs> questions last time. Okay, guys, they're saying I love statistics mm. so much. No comment. No oh, comment. Oh, man, I love statistics. He's quick the best tip. subject. Yeah, quick tip for anyone wanting to do psychology. Uh, don't break up with anyone in the first semester of psychology because that's when statistics one comes out and then you never catch up mm. with anything for the rest of your uh, degree. Back to the topic of the day. <laughs> okay. $10,000 so, fine. We, we have uh, a very lovely uh, Discord community like, like we're using now. Uh, it's like about 1,000 plus people on it suddenly. Oh, and cool. I Amazing. think we wanted to do something good for them as well. So one of the fam from uh, Discord, her name is Alyssa. She wanted to ask us, you know, she said this, we would love to hear an episode of your opinions on personality tests. And she put a few things here, Myers-Briggs, uh, the Enneagram. Um, yep. Sorry, I, I don't know whether my nose was reacting to it before I said it. Um, also horoscopes and etc. Okay. And how people use them. You know, the, like, some work environments make them mandatory nowadays, so on and so forth. 
I think I think the term personality test is not something new to us anymore in this day and age, right? Because yeah. you have Facebook personality tests, you have mm. uh, uh, random ones on Instagram, you got TikTok personality tests, you got All literally a, a hundred and one. Okay, TikTok okay. TikTok personality test. Right here and right now, we have. <laughs> Two master students talking to us, okay? Please, ah, uh, and one graduate. So do not underplay my contribution to this conversation. <laughs> um, I am your the contribution is the most important one here. Oh, because I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking. But but basically, what is okay? Let's just set the bar because this is what we've been taught doing psychology, right? Before you start anything, you got to define it, right? Yeah. What in the world is a personality test supposed to be? Like, what is the purpose or definition of it? Please, let me copy your answer. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy will explain this. He's always been the good one at explaining. Oh uh, it's been a while since I, I feel like I, hold on, hold on. I feel like I need to wear my spectacles just to look a bit smarter. Hold on, okay. Okay, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> I should take mine off. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, um, what, what is a personality <laughs> test? Um, so at the heart of it, you, the first question before you ask what a personality test is, you first mm. need to ask what is personality. Um, and essentially, mm. the basic understanding is it's a bunch of traits um, that mm. are usually enduring in nature. So across the lifespan, these are traits that you will most likely exhibit that basically are that basically form the core of who you are. Hey, core studios. Mm. But hey, weird plug. Okay, Mm-mm. where were we? Exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> traits that form the core of who you are so um, the traditional traits where uh, people talk about things like introversion and extroversion people talk about mm. um, things like um, whether you're more thinking or feeling so if you're familiar with MBTI you might recognize some of those um, openness right. conscientiousness um, and all these basically parts of like long-standing um, well, traits that make up who we are um, and the personality test is essentially a test designed to measure how much or how little of these traits you have Simply, mm. simply put, right. Yeah, it, and it basically that's what it is, right? It's not like a, um, what's what's a what's a close? It's not like uh, you are red or blue color. It's like a it's like a it's like a ruler, right? It's it's a scale of things, right? I Essentially, mean, because yes. more often than yeah, because more often than not, I think people just say like, oh, I am this, so I guess I'm this, right? If I'm I'm uh, I'm so much it's like so. you're left handed, you're left handed, lah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, like, maybe is there like that that normal misconception that even like I would I would suspect that um, personality tests, if you take one, that's it. You are this personality. Is that true, or like how does it usually work? Um, so, from a psychological perspective, at least we now know. Um, and I mean, to, to be fair, previously. Um, personality theorists did think that personality traits were enduring in nature. So the idea being that they don't change, but we now know that personality does shift across the lifespan, um, depending on mm. things like your environment, the experiences that you have, um, depending on even something as simple as, let's say, brain damage, because we know that um, a lot of mm. personality is governed by the brain. Depending on which parts are or are not functioning, then you would exhibit different kinds of, well, personality traits. So... Um, right. no in the sense of you don't just take a test and you know that's who you are for the rest of your life kind of thing right right. how young can someone take a personality test oh that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> I mean um, I mean like 
if you're talking about like uh, brain damage, right? Let's say Haley runs and then falls down the stairs, hits her head a bit, then she changes a bit in personality. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and that's 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 a bit exaggerated, but yeah, because like a lot of people are taking these tests, and and most of these guys, like let's say like you're yeah, 15 years old, right? Um, mm. What would be a normal age like people would actually like do these tests, or is there like a range you should do it? So I think most tests don't really have a. Um, it's age guidelines simply because they most people think that they're pretty much enduring. But in general, mm. um, your personality shifts most across childhood into adolescence, into your early adult years. Mm. Um, after that, things do settle a little bit more. But because in those years, your brain is literally de- developing. So in mm. your adolescent years, for example, the prefrontal cortex of the brain only fully develops at about... 21, 22-ish. Yeah, so a lot of who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of who you are actually um, is still shifting and changing. And you're going to have to go through a lot more experiences still that kind of form the core of who you are. Yeah. This would be a great time to tell all you Xiaomi Mei and Xiao Titi trying to take your personality test. You see, even 23 years old, so your brain not finished develop. Huh? So, you know, don't go and say you're this, you're that, you know, forever you are Le- Virgo. I am Stop, forever Aries. Uh, let's not even go into that yet because that's a real spicy topic coming up okay um, I, I, like, they've asked also like what are the common personality tests out there but like okay like even this for, for this I know they are the common ones that are more marketed right which is like the INTP INJP Warutama LLBP I don't know like, yes, those four letter those. things are, right MBTI like, what's it called the Myers-Briggs right the, the Myers-Briggs is it called the Myers-Briggs Yes, yeah. the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. So, so real quickly, yeah, do it, uh, explain it in one minute. What is the Myers-Briggs personality test? <laughs> Guys, these are real questions I used to ask them. I need to know this like in one minute. We're going to test. Uh, no, summarize. What, what is the Myers-Briggs? Summarize. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the Myers-Briggs type indicator was created by two, um, they, weren't, they weren't psychologists, but I think one was a marketer and I can't remember who the other one was, but basically they were created mm-hmm. by two um, individuals who based it on the Jungian. So Carl Jung was a psychologist uh, back in, yes. way back with Freud. Um, so he, they based it on Jungian um, theory, which basically states that people have these four traits, which was introversion, extroversion, thinking, feeling, um, sensing, oh intuition, and perceiving judgment. And so um, you are, depending on the combination of each of these four, you are yeah. uh, you are then categorized into one of 16 different types mm. with Good different Lord traits accordingly. And that was one minute. That's how, that's, MBTI how you get one minute. The, that's how you get your four letters. And that's one minute. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is literally one minute, guys. Uh, so we know Jeremy as a walking encyclopedia. I don't know how you do it. What in the world do you do? You read a textbook and you never forget it. Um, hey, patience of Jeremy. Uh, you guys, are Bro, Tim, I just, I just read all this before the before the recording. So that's why he says every damn exam. Okay, it's fake. Okay, so, <laughs> just read it before, but I remember Sorry. everything. <laughs> Do you guys know both your personality types? Is this something that's important to both you guys as a couple? Mm. I mean, I've taken it before. We've done the MBTI. I guess we've had conversations about it mm-hmm. and we've like just done some discussions around it, but I have no idea what my type is. But, whether, <laughs> but it's not particularly important yeah. for us, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because some people, right, they would like, I'm okay. Uh, this is not a person. I, I sorry. I I don't want to offend anybody saying this is not a personality. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll keep that for later. But I think some people also really believe, and I also do believe it to a certain degree that certain kinds of personality types do get along better with other kinds of personality types. Um, and, and some some enhance each other, and some really 
grew each other up and uh, we'll go more on to that later all right but I think um, a lot of misconception comes from uh, it, it's I mean what what Jeremy just said you don't just take a test and that's it for the rest of your life right or you don't just take a mm-hmm. test and you're like oh I'm left-handed personality no no there's a there's a scale on which you're left-handed to right-handed or something like that right the most the most misconceived one is the extraversion introversion uh, kind of thing like everyone would just say like I'm an introvert and that's or uh, like I'm extroverted and that's just it. It's like a scale, right? You fall somewhere on the scale. How does that? Yes. Okay. Like, please. That was an interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> well, um, out of the four, I mean, if we're talking about MBTI specifically, out of the four, um, I guess traits on the MBTI, the introversion extroversion one has actually been the only um trait to actually have scientific validation in terms of the big five. Mm. So, I mean, if you talk, but in that sense, I mean, you're, you're, you're actually absolutely right, um, where there actually is a scale. And if we go back to the normal curve statistics, um, oh, most people actually fall shit. in the center. So <laughs> most people would actually not, not be particularly introverted, extroverted. Right. Just simple statistics. Um, most people would be, 95% of people would fall kind of, maybe you'll be, maybe you'll lean a little bit more towards introversion or extroversion. Yeah. Right. But, Rarely, very rarely will you find somebody who is a almost complete extrovert or almost complete introvert. Yeah. And just so we set this, the, let's set let's set facts straight for everyone. Okay, what is the real meaning of an extrovert or an introvert? Please help me tell everyone right now. Coming from two master student, okay, just just agree with each other and not as you say the definition, so it's approved. What is the real? Uh, because uh, you know, people were goring their own kind of thing, right? They say like, oh, I love peaceful days. I must be introverted. I'm like, shut up. Uh, like people be like, oh, I love being alone. I must be so introverted. Oh, I love to make so much noise. Ah, what is the real definition of, of this? Um, so if you're drawing from the Jungian MBTI one, um, some that hasn't been so much validated, I think, but the big five personality traits, at least, um, uh, introversion, extroversion is essentially the, um, gregariousness or the, or the amount of energy that you can put forth. And the basic idea is the amount of, is actually the amount of stimulation that you can take before, um, you, before you, before it becomes Pass too out. much. So in general, oh, extroverts okay. can take a lot more stimulation than introverts mm-hmm. can. Um, and right. that is why most of the time introverts find like large parties or, you know, pe- things, with a lo- places with a lot of stimuli, t- they tend to be overwhelming very quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas and drain faster. Yeah. And drain much mm-hmm. faster. Whereas extroverts, um, have the, they, in that sense, their threshold is a bit higher. So they are much more able to kind of deal with a lot of stimuli coming and going, uh, coming in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about stimuli, right, you just mean everything all together, like not just social stimuli, right? Just sight, sound, yeah, yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like an extrovert could probably listen to a hundred aeroplanes flying over him. An introvert might take two. <laughs> you know, like does it work the same way? Um, yeah, you can put it that way. I mean, but think about it like basically like a large party. If you're going there, right. there's a huge amount, there's a lot of people, it's a lot of noise, a lot of, um, ha- a lot of things happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe people dancing in the corner, somebody, I don't know, um, messing around on, in the other corner. Mm-hmm. So because there's a lot of stimuli coming in. So in general, an extrovert will be able, will be better able to kind of take in all that mm-hmm. and manage it versus an introvert who might get overwhelmed a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, so some things like, for example, introverts being um, a bit more reflective mm-hmm. are not necessarily true as well. There are, right, of course, right. reflective extroverts. 
right. definitely. Um, but definitely. But in general, because introverts maybe prefer less stimuli, so they might be seen as more effective, essentially. Right. So, I mean, guys, if there's, going into that a little bit. If there's really one thing you should take away from all this is the fact that Jeremy said, Mehan, you are, ex- you are perfectly right or something like that about two minutes ago. That's that's my take from all of this. <laughs> I just, uh, there's not many times in my life Jeremy perfectly has ever said that. I'm just going to say right. okay? <laughs> I mean, I've never gotten anything, you know. No. I've never known. <laughs> Never say no, never. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, it's too late for me. I'm not going to go back and do my degree anymore. That's for sure. I can tell you that. I mean, um, you can still do right. a PhD. Come on, Ming. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. I can't. Uh, okay, let's not talk about traumatic things. Okay, second part of this. Like, uh, what is your thoughts about horoscopes and um, I wind, water, earth, fire? I don't honestly. I don't know. It's like there's so many things at this point, and and cause cause I I I have stepped on many toes before because I'm just like you know uh, if if the constellation of the, the stars and everything affect who you are I think we all be really messed up because there are a lot of stars in the sky you know it can't just be those few right um, but but there is I know we read this again I know we, we read this somewhere in our in our syllabus before not, not my syllabus not yours you have like three more syllabuses um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> What is the deal? What is this deal with horoscopes and like people like yes saying like oh yeah that's really me uh, that's that what's this whole thing about horoscopes and are they actually personality no not really tests are they like guide like what is it I don't know who asked this question to me I don't even know what these are called like are they personality <laughs> suggestions I don't know <laughs> or like identification I don't know what is the deal with horoscopes from your professional professional perspective <laughs> yeah um i guess for horoscopes you know they just take general very general personalities very general mm. traits of people and they give you this compelling write up mm-hmm. and feed into your emotions and tell you that you know this is going to happen to you but if you actually take a step back and think about it mm-hmm this could happen to anybody. This could happen mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we are um, psychology graduates, um, mm-hmm. we have to put in a bit of psychology. So I science. think our science. Mm. So science. Um, in general, science. Um, horoscopes at least have not been able. I mean, if we're pulling from science, horoscopes have not been able to be scientifically validated um, mm. simply because. We've not found, like, for example, the stars in the sky and your birthday having any kind of effect on nope. things that may happen to you. Um, right. And in, and also, um, it, they play into two, I think, two psychological effects. The first one being the forer effect, F-O-R-E-R. So basically, mm. the forer effect basically says that when you read something, um, that even though it's a general statement, because it says it applies to you, so you would think it applies to you, and oh. that activates what we call the um, availability. I think it's heuristic. called the avail- availability heuristic. Exactly yeah, the that. Resiliency. Yeah, guys, because we're all getting, now. I'm aware. We're all getting Technical. smarter as the minutes go. <laughs> okay, it just means because, it just means what? It just means that because now I'm aware that this thing might happen. So when it does happen, it confirms it in my brain and go, ah, see, it did happen. And it reinforces Correct. the fact that, oh, look, I read it in the horoscope. And that's Correct. what happened. And therefore, horoscopes are true. Mm. Correct. It's like when that time I want to buy a yellow Volkswagen, I will only see all the yellow Volkswagen on the road. For some reason, there will be Volkswagen <laughs> on the road, but doesn't mean my personality is Volkswagen. So okay, stupid. Okay. Anyway, uh, I know I might, I'm so sorry. I have a lot of friends who believe in this and a lot of very nice friends as well. I'm so sorry if I'm stepping on your toes, but you need to know I care about you guys in a 
intellectual way. Anyway, but yeah, like, like that Führer thing, I, I, I did read, okay, see, I don't have a reference, okay, but I did read an article that they said that they, they just randomly, right, they randomly uh, put down these, these values or these personalities, right, on a piece of paper, okay? And then they just labeled mm-hmm. it these things, these horoscopes. Yep. They gave it to one test group. All right, and then the next test group came in, and they just flipped the labels around, and the response mm-hmm. was exactly the same. So, yeah. what is it called? The Führer? What do you call that? Führer for, effect. Fora effect. F O R. Yeah, the Fora Barnum effect. Um, well, the statement is called Barnum statements, and the effect is called the Fora mm. effect. Man, all your Barnum, your Foras out there, okay? Uh, but yeah, I, I personally, I'm sorry, I don't believe in, in, in horoscopes. I respect people who do. You're free to, you know. I, I, I really feel the real takeaway from a personality like this is you can believe whatever you want, just be a great person and a nice person. Don't hurt people, okay? So if, you know, I only know that the stars in the moon can help make X stand on certain days. That's the only effect that I really know. Like, have you tried balancing the egg? Like, I've done it like once in personality. <laughs> I, is that, I, is I, that I an availability that a, heuristic? Yeah. <laughs> it, it shows how, how willing I am to do stupid things. So, yes. I mean, never oh try never know. Okay. Never know. Scientific. What is, we're going to take like a, a small, a small detour. What for you guys, when it comes to personalities, right? And you guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is, this is something you guys get, get asked a bit. Both of you are psychologists. Okay, both of you all are, are basically dealing with matters of the. Both of you are learned people of the psychological <laughs> cracklamics. Okay, um, because this is something I get asked even, be- and I'm a freaking grad student. I didn't even go into practice. Does learning okay, psychology, like does learning psychology, affect both of your relationships? Though, like, like, do you guys have that that switch on all the time to like? You know, analyzing uh. me? No, I'm analyzing <laughs> you. Like, no, I'm reading you. No, I'm reading you. Like, do you guys no, do that to time. each other? Yeah. <laughs> I think after a while, it becomes so natural that like you can't even turn it off anymore. Uh, what's, yeah, a little bit. What's the, what's the most, okay, uh, the funniest example and the weirdest example or like worst fight you guys had with all these like ammunition in your head? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I think because we studied psychology and because we, you know, we did like counseling and conflict resolution mm-hmm. and all that kind of things, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that that actually has helped us a lot because even <laughs> though, yeah, even though we are in the middle of an argument, we are, our thoughts are constantly thinking, what is the other person thinking? You know, how can we resolve this? And yeah, it's, you just can't turn it off after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Which is helpful because yeah. it um, de-escalates you a little bit more. It, it makes you not respond so quickly. So if mm. I'm going to say something really... You can't mean, react. It helps uh, you to that's respond. True. That's true. Yeah. Do you have like the suspicious feeling of like, I know why you're saying that. You're saying that so that I know oh, that. And then um, you're saying that. Then you know I it's like... So that's a funny, there is a funny story there. I think <laughs> one, thing, one thing that I get is because Jeremy does psychotherapy. Oh boy. So he has this counselor voice yes. that comes yes. on it's called the 5am so, voice it's the 5am voice or like the, the radio DJ in the morning <laughs> like, 
Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, welcome. Yeah, he does have <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of that, like his tone changes and, you right. know, it just sounds right. very different. So there was once we were, I, I think I was feeling like really upset or something and then he started talking to me and I was like, Dona. don't you use that, don't you use that psychologist voice on me. Sorry. It's such a different thing. It's like, people yeah, it's have so a different. Diff- yeah, people have a different frustrated tone. So you think like, you know, when people say, don't take that tone on me, right? It's like a bad tone. But this one is like... <laughs> a super nice tone yeah. and it's so professional it's like a, and like that must mm. be really hard for you right oh don't do that <laughs> look at the face I can't take it yeah I mean I mean oh, no, it has man. its time it's, it's, and its place yeah right 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 then I guess it has uh, I mean of course uh, having both sides because a lot of the the things like guys, um, I'm 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 very fortunate to be put in a place. Uh, not, I wouldn't say fortunate is the word. I have a very interesting placement into a circle of a lot of friends who have no exposure to mental health, right? So I'm the closest mm-hmm. they get. I'm like the beggars droppings right now. I'm like you know, uh, the free gift, the sample that you know you get at the psychiatrist uh, clinic, right? <laughs> and 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 they always ask like, oh my gosh, your relationship must be great because. Uh, you're you you you've learned this, you know. You know how to talk. I'm like, um, I don't think so. Best I know a lot of psychiatrists. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like that that quantum infinite loop of like, how do you feel? No, how do you feel? No, how do you feel? Yeah, what no, does that make you feel? feel? But, but, but how do you feel? <laughs> now, what does that really mean? Uh, do you really feel that way? <laughs> I can't. I need. Oh, we need to write a sketch about this. That is that's ridiculous. Um. I I guess I guess okay that was just that was just something I think that came to mind because yeah both of you guys uh, it's it's a very it's not all the time I can say that I got uh, a couple yeah. of friends who are literally married to each other and uh, have passed the master's level of a psychological academics yes true that too mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. okay <laughs> what we're talking about we're talking about personalities okay sorry <laughs> personalities come I gotta come back to this and, and that's so that's so funny because okay um, I'm gonna share a bit more of like a personal side because we're talking about personalities personalities do change guys because we're talking about relationships you know stepping into it I've grown up with these two people okay and both their personalities have she ch- 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 okay no Mel maybe less Jeremy has changed a lot okay he has changed so much <laughs> that's fair because, that is yeah. fair there's yeah, nature and I, there's nurture I mean yeah, yeah nature your nature. surroundings change your environments change your experiences change so yeah. your personality also gets changed it gets honed it gets better hopefully it's crazy right because like <laughs> because you know people think like oh personality is a do uh, like a it's a that's it. It's a once, once Daniel. over. This is it, right? Mm. But guys, mm-hmm. I've literally seen the power of romance change Jeremy to become Mel's husband today. Like I cannot, <laughs> I cannot underplay this when it comes to personality and and romance and relationships because I think, right? Um, okay, to start things off, things went so well. Okay, things the let's just put it that way. This this was a unlikely thing to happen, but. Um, one one thing that I know along the way that the perseverance that Jeremy had to just continuously chase Melissa really changed Jeremy. Like for real. Like the Jeremy that I knew in year one was not the same Jeremy that I knew uh, after we graduated. For sure. Like the guy, look at him with his hairstyles and everything. This was not Jeremy in year one. Year one Jeremy was a whole oh, different. Man. Like, hey, Jemson, where you at? Jemson oh, Club. That kind was a of thing, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think correct, like these triggers, right? What are these things that can really change personality? And let's not step into the region of trauma because obviously trauma changes everything. Like, what are simple mm. things every day that can change personality? 
Um, <laughs> Besides obviously love first. and romance. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Honestly, at the end of the day, um, a lot of it is really dependent on uh, environment. Definitely, the people that you hang out with. Um, you know, they they say like you know you are the what um. Um, the, the average, average of, of the, the five, five people. closest people that you spend a lot of time with. And, mm. and a lot of these things will definitely shape who you are, the right. field that you choose to work in, the environment that you, um, you know, the work environment, the home environment that you end up in. Right. Um, right. And even the, and, and so many times some of these things are not in your control, definitely. Like you mm. can't currently choose where you grew up in, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but there sure. are many experiences that, I think can help shift towards more positive experiences. So even like, for example, therapy, um, when you start delving into the negative or the, this maybe more, let's say, dysfunctional patterns of being, mm. um, and working through that can actually then shift you towards uh, more functional, more helpful ways of learning and being and doing essentially. Right. So that's right. one. Yeah, I think it's also what you choose to expose yourself to. Mm-hmm. So like what you watch, what you mm. read, um, mm. the people you choose to mix with, yep. you know, right. what you choose to dwell on in your mind and what you yep. choose to think about. Right. These things shape you as you go along. So right. like in this time, you know, you're at home. Right. Um, what are you choosing to do? What are you choosing to fill your life with? Mm. Who are you choosing to listen to? And what are you tuning into? Mm. Those things will ultimately contribute to um, shaping you to right. become who you are. Random mm. question since we're on that. I mean, is there actually... I don't know if this makes sense, right? Is there actually a certain time needed for personality to change or can it be insanely abrupt i mean i can think of instances where like okay if you go into an accident and then you have this abrupt change of personality okay let's not talk about those i don't wish anyone fall down the stairs or something you know then you change to become a different person like because i mean the closest thing that i can think about to like what we've been talking so far is like people always say relationships change you right but but Mm -hmm. what is a normal amount of time for personality to actually change Versus what people usually mistake it for, which is like your characteristics or your habits change. Like, is there a difference Mm. between how long it takes to change someone's personality? Or can personality actually be affected Mm. by things like this? Like, it's... I'm I'm really trying to dumb it down because I know there are different layers of like habits and 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 no and all these kind of things. But yes, please preach it to the people listening. Only here. Yes. (laughs) Mm, I think it goes back a lot to purpose. Like, why Mm. you are changing like if you really have a purpose um, for doing something uh, then it will Mm. be more enduring then you will be likely able to persevere through that Mm -hmm. and then that might you know change your personality in the long run if not you're just doing something and then you know when you lose kind of that that purpose for it then you know if it's just a habit it's not going to be long lasting at all because there is no reason for you to continue being like mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. And do you have anything to add? Um, yeah. And I think in answer to your question, Ming, like um, mm. there's not really like a timeline. I think mm. one of the things that did come to mind was um, the was the idea of uh, the mindset in which you approach life essentially. And, there, and um, I think it was Carol Dweck. Um, she's a psychologist in, I believe, the US who mm. talked about a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Mm. So if we have a fixed mindset, kind of thinking that, you know, we're never going to be able to change and, you know, we're never going to do anything. We're never going to be able to do whatever it is or, mm. you know, get better and all that. Then... Mm it'll be much more difficult to shift versus 
having a mindset that kind of helps us to go like, oh yeah, so that's really tough right now, but um, I can, uh, there are things I can do to begin working on that. Uh, keeping right. in mind, of course, the context in which you might find yourself in. So right. somebody who is experiencing a severe mental health issue will definitely be have a much more difficult time simply because yeah. of the circumstances that they find themselves in. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I do think there's a, I mean, we, we don't really have normal everyday talks I mean even among our friends and stuff about personality but the only time it pops up is obviously when you know someone there's a there's a death in the family things change um, there's relationships and like oh yo, yo bro you're so different already that kind of thing right I, I guess yeah it's, it's true like things like there are certain triggers in, in everyday I think situations that can cause personality change but um yeah, I would not akin them to uh, moving planets or stars. And before I piss more people off, let's just go on to the <laughs> last thing that I wanted to ask you guys about. Okay, so to wrap it up, I think I think something that was quite interesting uh, that was we've experienced as well is uh, the purpose of personality tests, right? Like why people mm-hmm. are taking them. A lot of people take them for fun, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts? I mean... Um, I do see certain purposes for this, but there are some people who have personality tests that you are required to do in your workplace, right? Mm, Uh, Personally, I do feel that these are actually quite responsible companies, but some people are just giving these things out not knowing what to do as well. So in, (laughs) okay, let's start with, uh, I know because both of you are very different workplaces, okay? Um, What is something that, okay, I'm trying to just apply this to everyone, right? Because not everyone goes through this. Sure. In in context of understanding and identifying personalities Mm -hmm. when it comes to your family Mm -hmm. and your children, uh, mm-hmm. like, like toddlers even I know their personalities are literally just Play-Doh at, at this time um, and in terms of like and the working place right like mm-hmm. when it comes to personality tests and their functions right what what is a what is the main purpose for this like in a workplace or like what is the benefit of knowing these things when dealing with kids or at home take it mm-hmm. away my smart friends you wanna go first? um so I think the benefits of personality tests is that definitely um, taking a personality test or having a bunch of people take personality tests really opens up conversation about, you know, the differences that mm. people have because at the heart of right. it, all of us are different people. And mm. Mel and I are not the same, mm. you know, Ming, we are not the same person that we are even though we spend a fair amount of time mm. together in university. And even then, we were different people. Um, and yeah. that really helps to, I think, open up understanding that Okay. Yes, you be uh, that that you are like this, and I'm like this, and neither is bad or good. Um, not one is more helpful than the other, but there are different styles mm. of doing things, and so it's different ways of working together that can definitely make right. I think a company more efficient, more functional together. Mm. Um, yeah, right, right. Yeah, thing. and I think also looking at whether someone would be suitable for a job, like hmm. is your natural tendency towards that. You know, would mm. this be a suitable position for yeah. you at this at this right. point? Mm. Yeah, it could be right. something that you you may need to develop in certain areas before this job is suitable for you. So right. in that right. sense, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. like I think this was something discussed well before we go into family, right? I think this was something that even we consider uh, I mean in the workplace that there are certain skills that can be taught, obviously. But I mm-hmm. think it's very important to understand the personality of an employee and whether they can grow into those skills. Right, because mm-hmm. if yeah. someone has a certain tendency to like, I don't know, they're more uh, like uh, practical 
intelligence person mm. or like people who can really they have a strong resilience to stress and everything then different roles mm. suit them mm-hmm. right and and for people yeah. who cannot like don't have a resiliency to things then uh, obviously you don't want to be putting them in a fire or in harm's way to deal with like impossible clients mm. and stuff and I mm. guess what would what would things like this because in work okay we understand I guess it's a really yeah. healthy thing to do if your companies mm-hmm. do it or if you want to practice it in work what is yeah. the closest thing that can be applied at home like in terms of like really understanding I mean I don't think your parents go hey everybody boy and girl sit down let's do personality test today right take I don't test, think that's a, a <laughs> who are you yeah but what are, what are some suggestions like, in, like okay Mel for kids what is there are there actually practices you know that you can identify I mean we have actually a friend who knows a baby that's the same age as Haley, right um but it's so easy to see the differences between both of them. Like Haley is, mm. for some reason, she memorized the alphabet and up to 20 before like one years old. And uh, But she can't do other things. And this guy apparently can't even go do alphabets, but he can change the water filter for his parents. And I'm just like freaking mind blown at this point, right? And he's not even two, uh, by the way. So he, he <laughs> wow. has some like major mechanical skills, right? So yeah. I, I only know uh, certain things like, uh, okay, if, if they show promise to do something, then it's a great sign, go and do it. But is there any immediate applications or things that you can benefit for knowing personality when it comes to dealing with kids? I think over here, there's a, there's a little bit of a distinction between like personality and right. kind of knowledge and skills and you know, what they're tended towards. Mm-hmm. So I think right. the knowledge and skills part is what they've been exposed to. And uh, if you are exposed to something more, mm. then you would pick that up faster. So yeah. for example, if you know, Haley is exposed to ABCs more. So, you know, she will show that yeah. <laughs> I'm sure then you've watched kid, lots and lots of songs and Yeah, the other kid <laughs> must be TV. changing a lot of water filters. So yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. I mean that being said there is also um predisposition. So yeah. certain people might be more inclined, let's say mechanically or um yeah. you know, um, language wise yeah. or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that that also is a function of um nature and nurture. Mm. Right, so right. I think there's a little bit of a distinction and when it comes to personality, you are kind of looking at preferences, mm. um, what the, the person likes. So for example, introvert, extrovert, a little bit more space versus you know mm. the ability to be around people more often. So I think that's just a little bit different. But I think right. what you're looking at is also identifying like strengths mm. of the mm. child. And so for example, this child who who is very mechanical um, it might be because their you know their tendency is towards that and they might have more of an analytical brain Mm. you know or you know that's just their natural talent so Mm -hmm. in terms of personality I wouldn't say that you would do a personality personality test on a child but as a parent yeah Yeah. you know you observe your child (laughs) yeah you observe your child and you identify what their strengths are and Mm. then you want to nurture their strengths Mm. right and I I guess extending sorry Ming extending from that um, knowing a little bit about what your child tends towards so because Mm. Personality is essentially traits, right? Mm. So certain traits there you can some you can see some tendencies towards a bit faster. Right. So in those cases then it, it help it's helpful to then also create a more um I guess nurturing environment for mm. the child. So like Mel said, if a child maybe find it's a little bit more clingy, then you might want to have have a little more space to pay that child more attention. Mm. Um mm. helping and but at the same time encouraging them towards areas that maybe they are less inclined to that right. are necessary for life. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I de- definitely. 
something that a lot of parents miss is that all kids, no matter how young, have different personalities. Like really the the, the temperaments and just the, the mere fact mm. of like some kids who cry easier and don't, some kids who care whether you're yeah. around and don't, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think if we can be sensitive to like even kids at that age, definitely growing yeah. up and being in the workplace, I think that's the real use of personality tests, not to try to fit in to be cool with a star sign. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know a lot of y'all like, uh, I'm not judging. I am judging you very hard actually. But yeah, just to wrap it up, uh, what, what, <laughs> I don't know. Is there, is there a, a suggestion? I mean, a, a professional suggestion for you guys. Like, let's say, um, when it comes to personality, I, I don't know what a good suggestion is. I guess people who are, feeling I, I guess they, they don't know themselves let's just take it that way right because that's the only flip side of the coin I have right I think when it comes to personality and problems with personality um, some people do have the tendency to like always look for new personality tests because they just want to know you know who am I or like or stuff like that and mm. what what would your professional recommendations be to really understand the self um, so I think I'm going to split that up into two separate things. The first one is about personality tests themselves. Um, I don't think personality mm. tests are necessarily bad or wrong. Um, like I said, they can be very helpful in opening up conversation about who we are, the differences and right. the similarities and things like that. Right. However, um, many times I think the issue that I've noticed is that personality tests become prescriptive rather than descriptive. Mm. So people might say something mm. like, oh, I am an, I am this and that. <laughs> I am an iron white. I am an INTJ, and therefore mm. I cannot do that. A label, and it and it becomes yeah. a limitation on yourself. Mm. And I'm like, why oh, and it's kind of like, why would you allow that to limit you? Um, but it is helpful in knowing that. Okay, fair enough. So I'm maybe more introverted, and therefore I cannot take as much stimuli, and therefore I might need a little bit more space in doing certain mm. things. But that doesn't mean that that holds me back from doing these things anyway. You know. And also maybe putting other people, um, sometimes it's, it's not so helpful when you, be, when you put other people into boxes mm-hmm. um, because right. like we talked about just now, it's a continuum. So even though two people might score, let's say, uh, might, might, have, might be an introvert, mm-hmm. my, my introversion might, might be on a very different look level different. to, and look very different, manifest yeah. differently from yeah. another person's introversion. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that's personality test. Um, in terms of knowing, I think in terms of knowing yourself, it can definitely be helpful in helping you to know yourself. But mm. at the end of the day, it's all, personality, like we mentioned, it's also shaped by environment, it's also shaped by different things you do. Mm. So I mean, aside from that, go out, meet new people, do different things, um, you know, go and read, go and experience life essentially, because that's what, at the end of the day, personality is meant to help you experience and live a life that is mm. meaningful for you, yeah. mm. right? And if we're so focused on trying to figure out who we are, mm. we kind of sometimes maybe miss out on living life. Yeah. Amen. And There's I some... have an example that comes to mind if you uh, don't mind me sharing. Uh, uh, I don't remember mind. when we were Please. back in, we were back in year two and then we, I think it was the end of the year and we kind Can of got repeat, together and we Just had... repeat that question again. Do I remember what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this time in uni? <laughs> Look at your face. Yes, I do. <laughs> what? But just for the sake of everyone listening, what what was this time in uni? I think it was the end of um, year two when we had just done an experiment and, you know, we actually got together as a group, the five of us, and mm. we had this debriefing and mm. then we talked about our strengths and, you know, yeah. how we could use yeah. that, like, for our next um, yeah. experiment. And, yeah. you know, we, we planned out a much better 
um, procedure methods and, mm. and we did a much better project. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's because we actually took the time to sit down and talk about those yeah. things, talk about our strengths and how that could play in. So I guess in terms of practical application, that's something that, yeah. You build solid that we teams. Did. Yeah. Yes, we did. That's because of that, <laughs> Somehow, we all use Mel's strength and uh, Mel scheduled all our classes to be the same the whole year <laughs> and the year after that and we just had the same group for everything. Great but strength. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do re- yeah, I do remember. I do remember that very clearly because that was the realization yeah, that all of us, Rachel, Eddie, you, Jeremy, myself, we were so far across from each other on the personality scale. Yeah, we're like, so different. There was nothing <laughs> in common. I don't know why we are friends to be to that kind of like importance, right? Because that, we make a good team, Mikhan. Because we make a good team and academics are very important, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do believe that. I do I do see uh, how, I think it was it was not just that. Like, I think it also had to do a lot of trust and I do with a lot of, um, uh, I think a lot of tolerating each other as well. And I think we did that very well because usually different personality true. types don't tolerate each other if you think about it. So the real secret yeah. here is the grace of God. Thank you very much. But uh, just, Amen. <laughs> but for real, Amen. I think I think yes, guys. Um, for everyone who's been listening in, man, it's been quite a while. Uh, it's, it's, this has been probably one of the most intellectually enriching episodes we've done in a while, at least for me personally. Um, I, I think personality tests, like you said, I love that how you put it. it don't don't make it like a, a label. It's not a box you should put yourself in. It's a description. You know? It's not a prescription to anything. Um, and used in the right way, uh, you can really amplify your life and your teams or uh, your, even your family and people that you know. Um, yeah, getting to know yourself is a, I mean, personality tests would be one way but it's not the way most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any closing words for the current millennial Gen Y, Gen Z uh, individual who wants to be a better personality? <laughs> I don't know what it is, <laughs> but any closing words to, to have some, some, I guess, healthy, healthy practices in life when it comes to at mm-hmm. least knowing yourself. I think, um, yeah, I think make friends with safe people. So Safe people? Uh, yeah, safe people. So, <laughs> so safe make people. sure it's people you can, you can trust, people you, you know, right. you talk to and um, always mm. have that community because that's the, the way, you know, you can talk and yeah. you can get to learn more about yourself, get to know, you know, the other person a bit better and find people who will bring out the best in you. I think, right. yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Community. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, um, awareness is key in change. So you mm. need to know what you don't have before you can get what you don't have. Or you need to know what is happening before you can change it. Um, so mm. cu- cultivate awareness through, you know, checking with different people, um, mm. looking at maybe thinking about life, um, you know, maybe do a personality test. It might help in revealing mm. that as well. But again, Mm-mm. descriptive, not prescriptive. Yeah. Um, and definitely live, like, you know, experience life, go and do things. Mm. Um, and just, and personality shifts, personality changes, your identity will shift and change as well. So don't hold on too tightly to any one mm. um, aspect of who you are, remembering that there's always an opportunity for growth. Right. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Jeremy. Thanks for that, Mel. Seriously, I appreciate your time, guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, it's been a while since we've yeah. yeah, we sat down and talked about 
smart things for an hour. Um, do things. I miss it? <laughs> I miss talking to both of y'all. Do I miss talking about smart things? <laughs> All the time. Uh, All the time. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone who's listening, I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have people who actually know what they're talking about on the show. Uh, if you guys want Mel and Jeremy back, please let us know in the comments if you guys have questions. For actual psychologists, if you're uh, you know, a fully grown man or woman, or if you're a three-year-old listening, uh, you, you have the whole range right here. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for everything. Uh, they are not KOLs or social media people, so I don't think I will plug your social medias, but you can get nope. in touch through, through <laughs> us, right. like to take away uh, Instagram, and we'll get in touch with them. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, everyone thank out you. there, please Our stay pleasure. safe, stay sane, mm-hmm. uh, be clean, and don't spread fake news. Thank you, everyone. This has been Your Table Talk. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. All right.